Hi, Dad. Hello, Rasa. How you doing? I'm active, alert, and agog to work with you. Perfect. Are you ready to know everything? Yes, I am. Okay, let's do it. Today, I have a theory about being angry. Exactly. How do you feel right now? Well, not as good as I was before I made that noise. Hmm, that makes sense. And that's my theory. When you're angry, you feel worse. It is worse. But you still kind of want to be angry. It's a little bit addictive. Once you start being angry, you don't want to stop. It's like that noise takes over my brain. It tells me to be angry and stay angry. Don't let them take me away. Yeah, it feels like by being happy, smiling, playing, maybe reading on the couch with the person you're angry at, you're letting them win. You can't do that because you're right, not them. So what do I do when I'm in that anger trap? Well, you don't have to push down your anger. It's okay to feel whatever you're feeling, but think about it. Does this anger make sense? Is the other person maybe just a little bit justified in what they said or did that made you angry? And is it really worth staying in your room being angry? That seems more like a win to the other person than going out, smiling, laughing, having some fun. The person in front of you seems like your enemy but it's really your anger that's hurting you most? Yeah. For example, it's frustrating when you're angry at me. But I also feel bad for you, too. Okay. I won't push down my anger, but I'll try to see it from your perspective or above. Can I listen to what it's trying to say? That I'm hurt, that I'm frustrated, that I want to be cared for, that I want to be respected, and... Can I do some of those things for myself so I can mellow out enough for you to do them for me too? Genius. Keep the anger monster your pet instead of the other way around. Maybe even give it a cute name. I am Fluffy. Hear me roar. Are you ready for today's poem? Yes, I am. What is it? It's called The Streets in the Sea by Amos Russell Wells. Have you seen the streets in the sea? The streets with no houses to bound them, and only the wavelets around them, yet running as straight as can be, white in the blue, parallel to stretching afar over the bar, out to the islands and far away, beyond the curve of the sheltering bay. Have you seen the streets in the sea? Who walks on these mystical streets? The breezes go racing along them. The dreams of maidenhood throng them. And fancy with fancy meet Daintily gay 
one with the day, dancing along, swept by a song, out to a distant, shadowy shore, and they will come back to us, nevermore, along the streets of the sea. And they will come back to us nevermore. It got kind of spooky there at the end. May I read it too? Sure can. The Streets of the Sea by Amos Russell Wells. Have you seen the streets in the sea? The streets with no houses to bound them, and only the weightlets around them, yet running as straight as can be. White in the blue, parallel to, stretching afar over the bar, out to the islands and far away, beyond the curve of the sheltering bay. Have you seen the streets in the sea? Who walks on these mystical streets? The breezes go racing along them. The dreams of maidenhood throng them. And fancy with fancy meets. Daintily gay, one with the day. Dancing along, swept by a song. Out to a distant, shadowy shore. And they will come back to us nevermore. Along the streets of the sea. Who are the they that's going out on these streets and never coming back? I'm not sure. Maybe it's people go out in boats and then get in shipwrecks. Or maybe the they isn't really a person. It's an energy. Like being young and you get older. Maybe that's what he's talking about. Or maybe it's something in the middle. And it's just about the waves themselves. They come in and they go out. And once they go out, they're gone, even though it's still one big body of water. Yeah, maybe so. This poem uses rhymes to powerful effect, doesn't it? Yeah. You can really picture being there. And at the same time, it rhymes and has almost an artful feel, like music. Yeah, it's hard to stop reading. The streets with no houses to bound them, and only the waves around them, yet running as straight can be, white in the blue, parallel to, stretching afar, over the bar, and so on and so forth. It also has longer lines and shorter lines, so just at the moment you might get bored. It speeds up. Do you wish that you could ride a bike down the middle of an ocean or swim down the middle of our block? Yeah, then dolphins could be our neighbors. Last segment of the show. Do you have a vexing question for me? I've got a vexing question from Iris in Missoula. Iris is five years old, and she asks, how many animals are there? in the world? Ooh, that's a great question. I'll read some books, ride some horses, and get back to you and Iris soon. I'm back, and I have the answer to Iris's vexing question. They're estimated to be roughly 8.7 million animal species. 
but humans have only found and identified 15% of them. Aardvarks, alligators, anchovies, ants, Aussie doodles, alpacas, and antelopes being less than 0.00001%, and it could take us more than 1,000 years to catalog them all. But don't be daunted by the sheer number of animal types. Just think of it as millions of discoveries ahead. You Must Know Everything was produced by me, Rossa Smith, and him, Jeremy Smith. And the amazing music was by Furniture. Join us on Patreon, shop our store, submit your own vexing questions, and listen to more than 100 previous episodes at our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Please rate, review, and share the show. And please tune in next time for everything you need to know.